that. If you guys are having any issues hearing our audio or anything like that, let me know. We'll get that sorted out. I'm kind of like on a new system here, so there may be a few glitches. All right. Make sure you all go to hankstrange.com. Sign up for our email list. That's the best way to stay in touch with us and support us. That way we can let you know what's going on with us. Uh, Lola puts deals together and things like that. She could let you know. And uh, if you're... Okay, let me see. I'm getting a little bit of feedback, but that's probably for me. Okay, so um, the other thing that I wanted to remind you guys of, if you're looking for the Hank Strange patches, it's also on Hank Strange. There you go. That's how you get your hands on those Hank Strange patches. Go there to Hank Strange. All right, so now that's out of the way. Uh, let's get the show going here. I will... Uh, do the open scene. Here we go, Walt. Welcome back to the Hank Strange situation. Yeah. Lifestyles uh, yeah. of the locked and loaded. <laughs> Make sure you guys uh, subscribe here to the channel. Ring the bell so you can be notified every time we go live. Big shout out to Safety Harbor Firearms for sponsoring the show. Of course, that's Walter Keller from Safety Harbor Firearms. He's here joining us. And our special guest tonight is Nick Adams. Nick, welcome welcome back to the show. Or, well, Actually, you've never been on the show. This is the first time, but... We know each other. First time. Very excited. Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, it's going to be fun. Absolutely. So let's do it here. So, Nick, first of all, we've got this tradition. We do this thing called jazz hands. That's how we break the ice here. So okay. if we can get everyone doing jazz hands. There you go. Nick Adams doing jazz hands. All right. There you go. I hope you guys have your big girl panties on because this is episode 608 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. I'm your host, Hank Strange, our special guest author nick adams also a flag that's the name of the organization right nick yes sir it is absolutely we're going to explain that break that all down to you we've also got walter keller here uh joining us as well from safety harbor firearms nick's going to be here for an hour we'll be able to take you guys questions we'll catch up with nick see what's going on with him and then it'll be walter and myself in the second in the second half of the show so welcome all to the show. As I said, uh, I am messing around with some new uh, equipment here. We've upgraded a little bit around here. So, you know, be patient with us as uh, we get into this. Nick, um, we, let's see, we met each other a couple of years ago. I think we did, what, what do they call it? Uh, black, the black tie event, the Ronald Reagan black tie. Black tie and blue jeans. Yes. So I can I tell have, everybody that I have seen Hank Strange uh-huh. in a black tie, blue jeans, and some very good-looking cowboy boots. No. <laughs> <laughs> if you can believe me. No, no way, no way. But it was fun hanging out with you. I hung out with you for a couple of hours, and you were like selling books and stuff like that. So it's awesome. Thanks for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. Yeah, Walt, did you want to uh, jump in? No, I, I was saying, it, Nick, are you you write fiction? Uh, no, I don't write fiction. I write because that was some fiction about the whole suit and boots and all <laughs> oh, that. Oh, I see. Yes, no, no, that's a that's a good point. I'm allergic. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I do yeah. like that. No, I I generally stick to nonfiction, but occasionally I dabble in fiction, as you just heard. Yeah. Uh, but, but no, I I uh, I'm an author. I I write uh, books about pretty important kind of topics like culture and politics and society and things like that. Uh, so I've got a very keen interest in a lot of different things and I know a lot of that kind of crosses over with your interests. 
Right. So I'm looking forward to delving into a lot of that. Absolutely. So, Nick, for the folks out there that um, are not familiar with you, uh, do you want to just tell them who you are and uh, what you do? Sure. So I'm a 35-year-old uh, immigrant from Australia. I've had a really interesting life. Uh, I got my green card in 2016 and uh, came to the United States of America. I've been coming to America for the last 10 years, since 2009, off and on, speaking, writing, doing things like that. I'm a best-selling author. Uh, many of your viewers will know me from Fox News and Fox Business, where I appear frequently. Uh, I run an organization called FLAG, as you pointed out, the Foundation for Liberty and American Greatness. And FLAG is all about two things. Number one, teaching civics, and number two, putting patriotism back in K-12 schools. And we do it three ways. Number one, through the creation and distribution of kid-friendly resources relating to the founding documents. Number two, through classroom visits and assemblies. And number three, through professional development training for teachers, where we teach teachers how to teach civics the way that it used to be taught. Our website is flagusa.org, that's flagusa.org, and FLAG has really kind of exploded in recent years, Hank and Walt. Uh, we've become the, one of the premier educational organisations now in the country. Uh, we are focused on making sure that young Americans realise how special this country is, that the day that they were born here or the, the day that they moved here is the day that they won the lottery of life. Mm -hmm. And they got a head start on anyone and everyone everywhere. So we provide a very uplifting, motivational, inspirational, patriotic message uh, to make sure that we're passing on what it means to be an American. Because I think all three of us can agree that we haven't really done a great job in the last few decades of making sure our children know what it means to be an American, what American values are. Yeah, all of us, all of us um, aren't, you know, working to to have our children appreciate that. I'm an immigrant like yourself, um, you know, and I believe Walter, you're like first generation. Your parents yeah. were immigrants here. Uh, I don't one, know if my one, audio one is coming in one. any better. Hopefully it is. You know, like I said, we're working things out. It might be too loud now, for all we know. But uh, yeah, that's that is a problem, right? There's a lot of people. Obviously, like America is not perfect. You know, it's growing, it's evolving, but I 100% agree with you. It's it's a blessing to be in America. Look, the way that I look at it, uh, Hank, is that America is a country and it's just like any human being. It's mm -hmm. imperfect, it makes mistakes, there are flaws, but at the end of the day, on balance, any objective person looking at it would say that this is the greatest country in the history of the world. We've never seen a country like this one in almost 5,000 years of recorded human history. It's special, it's different. Its exceptionalism began with the United States Constitution. Now, as I explained to public school students when I travel across the country, when there's no COVID, yeah. uh, I explained to them that the United States of America is not exceptional because it has a constitution. There are other countries that have a constitution, and many countries have attempted to implement and write a constitution. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. But here's where America is different. It's the only country in the world whose constitution sets out the powers of the individual and the limits of the government. Mm-hmm. Every other time, any other constitution by any other form of government or society has ever been attempted has done precisely the opposite. Mm-hmm. It's set out powers of the government and the limits of the individual. And that's where American greatness began. That's why this country militarily, economically, scientifically, uh, culturally leads the entire world. Why what's good for America is good for the world. When America is strong, the world is strong. Mm-hmm. When America is weak, the world is a weak and dangerous place. Uh, so we really need to make sure that we keep America as healthy and as robust and as self-confident as possible. And right now there are lots of people inside the United States of America, very unfortunately, that are attacking that self-confidence and trying to remove that health. And that's a very, very dangerous thing. You know, America is certainly strong enough to deal with outside opponents. We can dispatch those pretty, pretty easily, but it's a lot harder when the enemy is within. And, and unfortunately, that's really the battle that we're fighting right now. Yeah, yeah. Walt, do you want to jump in here? I, I know um, Nick's speaking your language. No, no, yeah. I, well, my language is just teach the facts. Mm-hmm. If it's good, teach it good. If, if it's bad, tell what the bad was. Mm-hmm. And, 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 then, and the rest will just kind of, it'll all come out in the wash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, well, you're, you're exactly right. I mean, we're, we are not after some kind of, of positive, rose-colored, version of history we just want it taught objectively mm-hmm. with the good stuff and the bad stuff yeah but unfortunately the other side only wants to focus on the bad stuff so they magnify right. our deficiencies they magnify our errors and they completely ignore because it's convenient and it suits their narrative and their agenda they completely ignore all the great stuff and there's so much great stuff mm-hmm. as as i explain Uh, again, to public school students all across the country, uh, this is the best country in the world to be born in, to live in, to work in, to grow a business in, to to, uh, realize a dream. This is the only place where no one is going to stop you, where the sky is the limit, where you're limited only by your imagination. Uh, People that have never lived anywhere else or don't know any other kind of cultures are not aware of how special America is. They just don't know. And as somebody that was raised and grew up, born, raised, grew up in Australia, lived there for the first 32 years of my life, spent a lot of time in Europe by virtue of my family heritage, uh, I know how different the United States of America is to Australia, to Europe, and the success that I've had here in the United States of America is because of the openness of the people, is because it's just such a unique place. They like people that are trailblazers. They like people that take risks. They like people that believe in something, that don't just go along to get along, that are passionate. And they reward initiative and hustle and all of that kind of stuff. 
Mm-hmm. And that's that's me to a T. I like to joke that I was an American trapped inside an Australian body mm-hmm. for the first 32 years of my life. <laughs> I couldn't wait to come here and start kicking butt. Yeah. So, uh, go ahead, Walt. Is anybody here? Is anybody hearing weird stuff in the chat? I'm hearing so I don't. Uh, oh, like uh, what? Weird noises? Yeah, just some strange noises. I don't. Oh. Know. Uh, and not it's not not the Australian accent either. No. <laughs> I hope you guys have got an interpreter there somewhere. Yeah, throw another shrimp on the Barbie. Um, I oh. so I hope my my hope my volume is down now because people said now my volume was too low so if it's still look it still looks like it's clipping here i'll turn it down a little bit more so just let me know if it's better now hopefully it is and it's not clipping anymore go ahead walt sorry uh, nick mentioned earlier about being born here or whatever you win the lottery when you're here you know a lot of people who win the lottery you know what happens mm-hmm. you know they they, they, they misuse they misuse that fortune and they end up in the in the uh, right worse than they started and then, you know, a lot of times they blame it on other people. And I think that's going on here, too. So mm-hmm. you're right. The analogy is is uh, correct and appropriate in more ways than one, Walt. Uh, you know, if people don't realize what they have, they can't possibly keep it. And so I've kind of made it my personal mission through both flag and my work as a commentator and my work as an author. I'm trying to do my best to make sure that Americans do realize what they have and not only what they have, but how fragile it might be wonderful what they have, but it's fragile and it can disappear very, very quickly unless we're prepared to defend it. And unless we know the formula to keep manufacturing it and the formula is really simple. It's the U.S. Constitution. It's the Declaration of Independence. It's the Federalist Papers. It's the founding values of America. Uh, but a lot of people have forgotten that formula or worse, don't want to know it. They're disavowing it. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think we're in the, the trouble that we're in. And let me explain to you just how bad that trouble is. If we lose America, there's nowhere else to go. Mm-hmm. This is it. This yeah. is the last stand. This is freedom's coliseum. Yeah. Freedom's going to leave or freedom's going to die right here. And what we do is going to determine how, if, and when, what happens. Yeah. Do you think that maybe, um, and either one of you, you know, feel free to jump in on this. Um, do you guys feel like that's what people are going for anyway? Like they want to completely degrade that so we can have this one world order you know the entire world should be led by a couple of people i don't know let's say maybe some dudes over at the un or something they'll be figuring out what we should all do whether we should come and go i mean i feel like that a lot i i I think it's very small in reality it's a very small percentage of people that that feel that way Mm -hmm. but there's a lot of people who don't feel anything Mm-hmm. And they don't comment. They don't get involved. I'm not political. Ba 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 ba. All this stuff, and mm-hmm. that's a problem. Yeah. yeah. You know, you know, gentlemen. I, I'm fond of saying that there's only one thing worse than a socialist. You know what that is? What's that? A global socialist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. A world <laughs> socialist. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people might be socialist and they might be a socialist because even though they're desperately wrong, they believe it's in the best interest of their country. 
So our words, they're being, they think that they're being patriotic by being socialist. But a global socialist, somebody that wants to minimise their own country to make a level playing field in the world, bring other countries up and lower their own down, that's the worst kind of socialist imaginable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just unforgivable. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I always, I hate these people, that, and I don't use the word hate, I hate these people that they say that we all are the same. Everyone's the same. Why do we want to? Why do we even want to be the same? Of course, we're not the I same. Don't want to be the it would same. be terrible if we were the same. Yeah, I, nothing wrong with those folks, but I don't want to be them. You know, that's what makes the world the world. You yeah. know, everyone can't you be know? as beautiful as this. I, you know, um, <laughs> obviously, it doesn't work everywhere because everyone doesn't play by the same rules. So, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to play by their rules. Our rules work pretty well when they're worked right. You know, when they're. Yeah. All human, all human beings are equal, but all cultures are not. Mm-hmm. No, that's the that's the hard truth. That's the reality, mm-hmm. and that's really. Well, and, uh, and there's also folks out there that says, "Oh well, you know, we should all look the same, and every, you know, it's like one big society." And one, it's like, no, that's not how. If I was supposed to look like Hank, and Hank was supposed to look like me, we'd look like each other, but we don't. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> and I don't look like Nick. So it, it, that whole then that's that whole thing of just oh just one big world and everybody can be happy and it's like no 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 I don't well, want everyone, to live under Mister Happy yeah we can't we can't I don't think we'll ever get to like a hundred percent of everyone on the planet being happy of course but people can be better off and live better lives because we're all different because we all have different things to bring to the table because some people are leaders some people are followers some people are soldiers some people some people build things you know some people destroy things like we need all of this to make to make the world into what it is and and ultimately some of it's going to be bad we're going to have some bad people out there in the world and we're going to have to deal with them yeah, look, variety is the spice of life mm-hmm. and it would be a very boring place if we were all the same uh, it's great that we're all different. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the only thing, though, is that when it comes to national unity, we need to be united. There needs to be a consensus, for example, on what it means to be an American. Mm-hmm. And as both of you know, there are lots of problems in America right now. And the, in my opinion, the underlying reason for that is that where we once had a consensus on what it meant to be an American, that consensus no longer exists. There's one group of Americans that believe in traditional America, and then there's another group of Americans, increasingly loud, increasingly young, that want or have a vision for America that is profoundly different, that in many ways is the antithesis of traditional America. They want a European style nation <laughs> i don't know how, that's what we were trying well <laughs> that's what we're trying to get away from in the first well, place well I, yeah. I i i i i propose this let them mm-hmm. get a job and then send them over to scandinavia where they take 70 percent of your income and see how they like yeah. that yeah that would be or wild. send them or send them over someplace where they uh well anyways there's a lot of different places they could send them 
we could just send them right down to Cuba, see how they like it down there. Yeah. Uh, I thought you were going to say Guantanamo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, some that's... people might be going, some people might be headed to Guantanamo right now. Some of those black vans that are that are driving around and scooping people up might be winding up in Guantanamo. I, you know what? I'm all for closing Guantanamo too, you know. Uh-huh. But I just, you know, we just fire up the uh, firing squad and they'd be done there, you know. Yeah. It's like... So let me <laughs> let me ask you this, Nick. Um, I know that uh, I I don't know what, I don't want to say that you rose to prominence, um, you know, when uh, Trump got elected back in 2016. But I know that he liked the book that you put out. I remember having a conversation with you about that. Um, so how in in the last four years, right? What you're saying right now. I think has never been more true, but you've been saying this for a while. Um, have you, look, what do you think about what's happened since the, the beginning, let's say, of the administration or when you started saying these things and now? Yeah, look, it's a, it's a really great question, Hank. So to address the first part of, of your question, uh, I've been very blessed and fortunate to have had the president's attention for a long time now. Uh, he first tweeted about my book, Green Card Warrior, which mm-hmm. was my story about getting my green card and all of the trouble that I had uh, in doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was never proven, but it certainly seemed like there was some political interference uh, at the time with that. And he uh, claimed that that book was a must read. And then six months later, he again took to Twitter. Of course, that's uh, where he loves to go mm-hmm. for these kind of things. And he spoke about my book, Retaking America, Crushing Political Correctness. Mm-hmm. And my most recent book now is Trump and Churchill, Defenders of Western Civilization. And that has earned no less than four separate tweets over a period <laughs> of weeks. Wow, okay. Uh, so, yeah, I've been, I've been very blessed uh, to be able to, to get that attention. And, and um, those books are available at nickadamsusa.com, signed, personalized copies, NickAdamsUSA.com, but I was a very early supporter of the president, Hank. I, I supported the president from day one, from the 16th of June 2015, when he came down the escalator. And uh, it, it, I read The Art of the Deal when I was a teenager, and I'd always had an admiration for Donald Trump. I saw when he kind of flirted with the idea of getting in in 2012, and I remember one of his famous lines, uh, well forgotten now. I mean, you know, I guess with him, there's a new line every day. But, you know, there was this great line back in 2012, which I loved. He said that, you know, uh, the, the Chinese leaders are coming over and Obama will put on a state dinner for them. Mm-hmm. He said, if I'm president, I'm taking them to McDonald's and that's it. <laughs> and, right. And that, was, you know, that was kind of a... a um, a show of what was going to come, I think. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I supported him because I hate political correctness. Mm-hmm. And I thought that America was so far gone at that point that we were really teetering on the precipice mm-hmm. of everything that we didn't want to be with Hillary Clinton and socialism and all of that stuff, that we needed somebody, that, that a normal politician wasn't going to cut it. Mm-hmm. They just weren't going to cut it. Didn't matter how well presented they were, didn't matter how intelligent they were, how good the policies were. We really needed a sledgehammer. Mm-hmm. We really needed someone to thump. 
and thump all of our enemies and stand up and be unapologetic right. and be bold and, mm-hmm. you know, be America on steroids. Mm-hmm. And to me, that was Donald Trump. So I supported him from the get-go, and I have been so thrilled with what he's done over the last three and a half years. Mm-hmm. I think he's the greatest president we've ever seen. That's my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. I think he's even surpassed Reagan. Um, wow. Certainly in in, mm-hmm. uh, in his achievements domestically. Mm-hmm. Um, he has made us all proud to be American again. The Before this Chinese virus came, we had record high employment. Uh, the economy was booming. Uh, ISIS, al-Baghdadi, Soleimani were gone. Um, you know, I mean, he, he, people forget how bad things were under Obama. So what I've noticed is that over the last three and a half years, gradually, what began as a temper tantrum at Hillary not being elected, because <laughs> let's face it, I mean, these guys, they thought they were going to win. They had it locked down. It mm-hmm. was a done deal. And then all of a sudden, Donald Trump wins against all polls, against all mm-hmm. pundits, against all expectations, and he takes office. Yeah. And not only does he take office, he becomes amazingly good at what he does. Now, this has all sent his enemies, the Democrats, the far left, Black Lives Matter, all of those groups, it has sent them absolutely nuts that he's been so successful at what he's done. And so now what they've resorted to is disrupting and causing trouble and criminal activity. And they're doing it to undermine him, to undermine his supporters. They're using whatever they can to make sure that he doesn't get re-elected in November. And it's very sad because we're seeing America bashing, we're seeing... uh, traditional values being attacked. We're seeing an insistence, a a bullying Mm -hmm. on us believing in certain things. And uh, it's very, very sad to see what's going on in America now. And what I think to myself, Walt and Hank, is, Mm -hmm. you know, this president has been able to achieve so much with everyone constantly working Mm -hmm. against him. Mm-hmm. I mean, in his own party. I mean, how weak and feckless and unit the Repub- many of the Republicans have been. Uh, just imagine how successful and what a great president he would have been if he had everyone behind him. Okay. All right. So, Walt, I'm going to say that you probably agree with everything that Nick's saying here, right? A lot of it, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Go ahead. Um, yeah. You know, um, he... As far as the opposition goes, yeah, yeah. No matter, it's all about just making him look bad and the country look bad. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the traditional values thing you're seeing, the statue tearing down and all that stuff. That's all part of. That's the communist way of, of changing things, mm-hmm. <laughs> erasing history, erasing history. Mm-hmm. Um, well, what I was going to say, what you were saying about Trump, I said before the election, we need someone who does not apologize for everything he says. Some of these politicians, if you come out and say, I don't like Black Lives Matter, next day they'll be like, well, I didn't mean that. I, 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 I didn't mean that. Uh, 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 uh. Like they're mm-hmm. scared of their shadow, you know, and it's like yeah. you need somebody that's out there. He's bold. He doesn't give a fuck whether you like him or not. Yeah. Well, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter 
is a political organization. So yes. someone saying that they don't like Black Lives Matter or they don't agree with that political organization, how all of a sudden that, that you know, why does that make you racist? Like, I don't agree with Black Lives well, Matter. Well, because that's the, everything is <laughs> yeah. racist, Hank. Everything. Right, of course. Everything. Yeah. The water's clear. Well, it's not, it's supposed to be darker. It's supposed to be darker. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we don't have to agree with political organizations. I don't agree with communists, Marxists, socialists. We don't yeah, have to agree with them just because they go, if all those organizations said, oh, we're just going to call ourselves Black Lives Matter or this thing or that thing well, because of political expediency behind a name, then the, that would the, definitely the, be an issue. You, you you couldn't be, they've already tried all these other different things, you know, like hugging trees and kissing squirrels. That didn't work, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So now let's, racism is everybody, no one wants to be a racist, right? Right. No one yeah. wants to be a racist, or a lot of people don't want to be called that. And whether they are or not, it doesn't matter. They don't well, want to be called that. Yeah. So, so I, I they, saw. They automatically go into apology mode as soon as they say something. And you don't have to apologize for anything. Yeah. I saw um, <laughs> Rhonda Mary, who was on the show um, at least, what, like last week, Rhonda Mary was on the show, young black woman. Um, she put out a tweet today where, you know, I guess. Um, there was who was it? Was it Biden? Biden said that uh, that Trump is is yeah, is the most racist president or the <laughs> or the first racist some some craziness like that. And she was like, "What exactly does this mean? How all of a sudden you know um, is this person becoming the most racist president? And we forgetting completely about history and other presidents and things that other people have done when Trump was not even alive, right?" So it doesn't matter. Yeah, this is the, this is one of the weird things. Now, for my part, I would say like I don't think that Trump's perfect. I'm a New Yorker, you know. I voted for Trump. I don't think he's perfect. I think he's made some missteps. Uh, I don't know any any man that is perfect and that hasn't made missteps and done things. But I do agree with what Nick said. You know, imagine if not even all of us, if in a lot of ways, if the even the Republican Party was working with Trump, we could do a lot oh, better yeah. things. Well, so, and that, if we all were acting like this is America and ultimately makes us all better, we could we could get a lot of things done and get over like the pol the politics side of it. The, the Republican Party is Trump's one of Trump's worst enemies because they're constantly the the Romneys and what's his face that died, thankfully, and I hate to say it, but thankfully he died. The uh, the war hero, <laughs> our war hero that that died. Um, what's his name? The senator McCain. That, Part, yeah, McCain, mm -hmm. it was all part of the, uh, the whole Russian scheme and the FBI stuff and all that. I think a lot of that is just oh. anger from people who try to become president yeah, and but didn't you become don't. president. Like Nick said, people didn't believe in them enough to vote for them. Now, I think that I do yeah. agree with the, with the sentiment that, like, I like the fact that Trump says whatever's on his mind. I'm yeah. fine with that. Yeah. Also, who was going to vote for Hillary? Well, unless well, who, you're who, unless you just a straight out socialist, who was going to well, vote for Hillary? Who's going to vote for Biden? But not, yet these not, people, these people know. support him, coming out and support him. These celebrities and stuff, they're brain dead. Well, they're not brain dead. They're getting probably paid part of some of them to say this stuff. But you know, uh, and they have a kind of derangement that we didn't see. Even when Obama was president, everyone didn't like Obama, right? For sure. Oh. There were people that didn't like Obama. If people were acting in this way under under Obama. 
it would have been insane. And I'm not saying there were people that that like burned Obama and effigy and things like that that I don't agree with. There's people that that did some bad things, but we never saw anything like this. This is just outright uh, Trump derangement what? syndrome. You, you know, mean there wasn't it's there more wasn't viral than than uh, COVID nineteen? Go ahead, Walt. There Sorry. wasn't there wasn't systematic racism during Obama. <laughs> Where's the system? Tell me who, who's in charge of the system? Who's writing the book? There's yeah, not he, systematic. He, he, there's not he, systematic he, racism in America. Are there racist he, people? Yes. Are there people that own companies? Yes, but there's not systematic racism in America. You could go look at other countries. I think that's the point that Nick's making here, right, Nick? Go look at other yeah, countries and tell and then tell us well, about racism. Well, that's exactly right. I, I I believe, Hank, that America is actually the least racist multiracial country in the world. I think America is the most colorblind society in the world. Because the whole idea of America, we're not united by race, we're not united by blood, we're united by the American contract, which right. says that if you come here, you become American, you adopt our values, you believe in our founding principles, you speak English, and you go. Oh, God. What'd you just say? Speaking English? <laughs> Wait a minute. You're going to force somebody to not speak their native tongue? <laughs> You're going to force Ooh. somebody not to believe in their, in their Marxist values they brought from their Marxist country? Come well, on! I mean, that's what people they think. Like it, well, they can stay there. And, but a lot of people, a lot of people have that thought, even on the Republican side. Well, you can't say those things. Well, so oh, let so me well, ask you a question: If you go, if you go to another country, if you, and it just, I don't know, pick a random country. If you go there, are they going to speak English just for you, or are you going to have to learn well, how to communicate only, with people? Only the places over there? are taking their money, your money, but. <laughs> Well, let me, you know, if, if you go to another, if you're an immigrant to another country, you may have been there for 50 years, or you might come there and your child might be born there. But if you're, a, for example, a Turkish immigrant to Germany, you can live your whole life in Germany. You can be born in Germany, mm -hmm. but you will never be seen as a German. Uh, mm -hmm. And that's, that's, pretty much everywhere in the world except America. Mm -hmm. People come to America and they assimilate. This is traditionally, of course. Now, like everything else, it's becoming less so. But e pluribus unum. I mean, America has never subscribed to this radical multiculturalism that the left, that the rest of the West has just, you know, blindly embraced over mm -hmm. the last 30 years. It, it goes into this also thing of, of you know, okay, you're African American, uh, or you're whatever American or whatever. I thought you, if you once you become an once once you become a citizen, you're an American. Okay, you're from Africa or Australia or, or Germany or whatever. But there's why do you have to tag somebody with this other this thing first before you say American? What? Uh, people at people at some of these. I don't. Well, I okay, so I, I don't, don't know. Polish American I, or Russian. American or whatever so yeah well the thing I was going to say about that is so the weird thing about African American right <laughs> if, if we so there are people so there's like people who say they're Italian American or whatever and I get it the thing about saying African American is Africa is a continent <laughs> there's a bunch of different countries over there what part of you know which country in Africa did you come from 
So for and example, if you do, if you do a genetic... A lot, of people, go ahead. a lot of people couldn't tell you where they came from in Africa. Well, I mean, you could do... Like I did a genetic... So, so my ancestors... I'm from the Caribbean. My ancestors in the Caribbean um, um, on uh, my father's side would be African. Um, that's how they got there in slavery. On my mother's side, it would be Indian. They got there in indentured servitude. Uh, basically slavery. And slavery, yeah. A little, yes. little, little notch above, I guess. But the thing is, is when, when I did a genetic test, uh, my bloodline went back to Ghana and Nigeria, right? So if you really want to get into that, that's you might say, oh, I'm Nigerian-American. I still don't want to say that. I think there's nothing wrong with people wanting to know your ethnicity, right? I think that's cool. Like, in America, we celebrate that, that we have all these different cultures here and food and stuff like that. But at the same time, we celebrate America because why are we here? We go visit other places. We live here. People it's from used. people from other I places think. come here to live and make their life. Like, look at it's, all the actors and everything we're talking about from England. You know why they're not living in England? Taxes. Yeah. That's why they're not living in England. Taxes. <laughs> they so, get away from England to avoid the taxes. Yeah. Well, well, I was mean. just going to say that if you really want to go and see racism, mm -hmm. go to Africa. Yeah. I mean, Africa is far more, as a continent, is far more racist than the United States of America is as a country. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I would agree with that. I lived in Nigeria. I can tell you guys that for a fact. You know, and also, for example, China, China acts like China, China acts like they are some kind of angels. China's well, China's all all, all the Asian countries are that way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the Japanese are terribly bad. I mean, they don't accept anyone besides mm -hmm. Japanese. Yeah, and then and then probably there's a breakdown inside Japan too. Like there's a breakdown in India. There's a breakdown mm -hmm. in in all these other places. You got the high class, the low class, the yeah, yada yada yada. Yeah, yeah. So. America is the place I think that people are coming to. I remember being an immigrant, wanting to live in America because you know there's all these different people here, but everyone gets to be the same. You know, now is everyone the same when you're dealing with individuals? I don't, I don't believe that. Now, uh, institutionally, when it comes to the law, we should all be the same. The problem that we're going through now is that we're all being subjugated by, the, by laws, right? This is what we're going through in the, in the gun community. We could say at one time uh, gun laws and things like that were set up because these slaves were free. Now they were getting guns. People were worried about that. That's not what's happening today. They're not saying today, oh, we're just going to take the guns away from the black people. They're taking it away from everyone. And you have to think, like, what's the reason that they want to take that away from everyone? They're not saying today we're going to go take the money from just the, you know, just the white people. They're going to take money from everyone. Taking the guns away is what the commies and the socialists do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> before, they, before they take away everything else. So yeah. Look, if you go back throughout history, every single one of the major dictators, mm -hmm. one of the first acts has been to disarm a population. Mm -hmm. Well, they can't fight back then. It's, just, exactly. it's, common, it's common sense. Mm -hmm. And what a lot of people don't realize is that civilian disarmament is based on the idea that unless you work for the government, you cannot be trusted with a garden. Mm -hmm. And that is precisely the opposite of the premise that America was founded on. And I happen to think that the Second Amendment is one of the centerpieces of American exceptionalism, because without the Second Amendment, the rest of the Constitution is just a recommendation. 
and you know it's it, people have got to realize uh, just how important that is and i come from a country where there is no second amendment mm-hmm. when i was 11 and a half years old the government stepped in and, and implemented some of the most stringent and cumbersome uh, gun ownership laws in the world mm-hmm. that still exist today. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, it's a different mentality. In other countries, guns are not seen through the prism of freedom mm-hmm. like they are here in the United States. They're seen through the prism of public safety, which makes the arguments entirely different. But I, I, I'm, I'm here to tell Americans to be very vigilant about keeping their rights and keeping uh, their Second Amendment, uh, because if you give the left an inch, they will take a mile. I'll give you an example. Uh, a few years ago, I spoke uh, in uh, Rogers, Arkansas, Bentonville, Rogers, Arkansas. I spoke uh, there at Walmart and then also at the Daisy Gun Factory where the Daisy Red Rider BB gun mm-hmm. is, is manufactured. And uh, the board of Daisy at the time were uh, so thrilled with the speech that I gave, they allowed me to assemble my own Daisy Red Rider BB gun with an inscription on the butt of the gun. And I was still living in Australia at the time. And six weeks later, after I'd already returned to Australia, I got a letter in the mail from Australian Customs telling me that, that they had intercepted an illegal firearm. And oh, man. BB guns are illegal. BB guns? <laughs> BB guns. Illegal. Wow. Yeah, Australia is getting worse, right? Over the last couple of years, they've gotten even uh, worse in Australia. Yeah, look, it's been, I mean, it's, it's. Uh, I, I don't know because I haven't been mm-hmm. there the last couple of years, mm-hmm. Hank, but uh, certainly the... You know, the international perception of Australia being a land full of rugged individualists and, yeah. and you know, fine yeah. crocodiles. That's not a knife. This is a knife. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, uh, that's, that's a bit of Hollywood, which yeah. you guys know a whole lot more about than me. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's not really kind of the, the deal down there. But, mm-hmm. yeah, so, the, I mean, the whole idea is is that, you know, what started with, with uh, firearms or, or semi-automatics or whatever – has ended up including BB guns. Wow! So give these well, guys. I mean, that's okay. insane. And and B and Red Riders, like my kids, that's the those are the first. Um, you know, they've got they had toy guns and stuff like that, water guns, all that kind of stuff. But when I was starting to get them ready for twenty twos, I bought them Red Rider BB guns. There you go. You know, and so yeah, that that's so you never got that. They. Um, I no, I so. Oh. Just so you know, I mm-hmm. mean, so my, my dad was born in Australia and uh, grew up, and now he had a Daisy Red Rider BB gun. Mm-hmm. But that all finished, that all changed. Uh, now, now, and that was at the time, just like in America, every young boy and many girls wanted one of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now it's not even possible. Um, so... Yeah, I, I, I ended up having to forfeit my my gun to the uh, to the authorities to the Commonwealth, where it was destroyed. So you know it's uh, you know it's a it's a really serious business, and I want your viewers to really be be on top of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that really sucks. Walt, did you um, want to come in here? 
I got a couple red riders right behind me if you need one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, now now I've got a Walmart and buy it for nineteen dollars ninety five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So where are you living in America now? I live in Fort Worth, Texas. All right. Okay. All right. Texas. Uh, you can't get much more American than that. Yeah, you? but Texas is under assault. Also. It is. Yeah. Which is why which is why I'm happy to be here, Walt. Mm-hmm. Because uh, you know you, you you save Texas, you save the nation. As far as I'm concerned, mm-hmm. if we lose Texas, just on a pure electoral college mm-hmm. uh, map, I mean you can forget about any Republican ever being in the White House, and that means you can forget about yeah, your Second Amendment, yeah. you can forget about your freedom of speech, you can forget about everything. Well, so at that point, there could be a a, a rebellion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So one of the weird things that's happening, right? So with everything, all these lockdowns going on, Nick, um, I've noticed that. So, for example, Joe Rogan, right? He's got a he's got a big podcast. Everyone looks at that. Joe, he's a comedian. The comedians have, have suffered a lot here. They can't do live shows in California and a lot of other places. So I'm hearing him talking about, oh, I'm going to go to Texas. And the thing that worries me about that is there's a lot of people moving out of California, New York, oh all these places that are on the massive restrictive lockdowns, and they're gonna come. They're gonna go to Texas. They'll come to Florida. They'll go to other places because they want to be more free. And the next thing we know, they start supporting people who want you to be less free. And that therein lies the 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 major conundrum. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the reasons I think why um, Texas has really suffered in, in recent times is that, you know, uh, I mean, it's one thing if, if you want to leave California to come to Texas to be Texan, mm. that's fantastic. But if oh my you God, want to leave no. California to come to Texas <laughs> to be a Californian, that's not so great. Do I have uh, to wear a, a weird, funny hat and talk weird, too, if I go to Texas? Do I have to wear a big old hat be a cowboy? You know? Well, we'll just give you a tub of Blue Bell ice cream and you can get stuck in. <laughs> that could be the way that you, uh, that you prove your Texas uh, boy. <laughs> but, uh, but, go ahead. Yeah, you know, Texas is a special place. It really is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got a question from uh, – got, let me just get this quick question in from Flying Rich. He gave us a couple of bucks. He says, what reason do they give for the BB gun ban in Australia? That's a good question. So uh, the reason that they give is that mm-hmm. you could use it to hold up a bank. Right. Let me tell you this. If you come into my place with a Red Rider BB gun trying to hold me up, you're gonna have, they're going to have to remove it surgically. <laughs> wow. <laughs> because I'm going to take it and I'm going to use it to beat you into a, uh, into a pulp. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, I, and I tell you that because mm-hmm. uh, when I had this BB gun, this Daisy Red Rider sent over to mm-hmm. me, I tried desperately to, to see if I could keep it. And that involved a call to uh, the Customs and Immigration where in Australia where, uh, you know, I, I asked and I prodded and found out what the, what the story was. And, you know, and I, I, because they asked me what the purpose, what my purpose was for the gun. And I said, well, it's a sentimental gift. I said, you know, and they said, well, what do you want to do with it? And I said, well, I just want to hang it on the wall. I mean, I'm, I'm 30 years old. I was 28 years old at the time. I said, I, you know. I'm past the days of shooting a Daisy Red Rider BB gun, you know, I just want to hang it up on the wall. Mm-hmm. And they almost had a heart attack 
they said it had to have a safe, first of all. With wow. a BB gun. With a BB <laughs> yeah. gun. Yeah. And second of all, then, and I said, look, you know, this is just a memento. And she said, young man, do you realize you could hold up a bank with that gun? Wow. You know what yeah, I would have said? Wow, well, this uh, is Australia. Old, old, old lady, I could use, I could hold up a bank with my finger in my pocket, too. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. And, yeah. But th that logic doesn't work with people that no. you're wrong automatically, no matter what you mm -hmm. say. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 This is, this is uh, the thing about it, it seems totally ridiculous to us, but it could potentially happen in America. Why not? Oh, well, there's people that want to take your, uh, people think I'm crazy. They'll mm -hmm. love to take your, they want to, they'll get down to your pocket knife. Mm -hmm. You won't be able to carry a pocket knife because you might, you might hurt someone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that, that was hand, I mean, handgun controls thing originally went all the way down. If you look at their agenda mm -hmm. back in the old well, days, it went all the way down to pocket knives. Mm -hmm. so. Guys in Europe, I mean, a lot of countries don't even have police that mm -hmm. have guns. Well, yeah, of course, because, you know, they're civilized over there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Except um, they've they've, for, they've forgotten something. They've imported a lot of uncivilized people recently, uh, and the uncivilized people don't care about no laws. Yeah. yeah. Me too. On tube says you could put somebody's eye out with that thing. Oh, I That's almost put my own eye out with a BB gun. <laughs> yeah. If you shoot, let me tell you what'll happen. If you shoot a piece of steel, it'll bounce right back and hit right in the face. Oh yeah, you have to be careful. I remember yeah. I got my kids BB guns, and I wanted to see how responsible they would be. I gave them all the lectures. I told them, you know, all the safety rules, point in a safe direction, keep your finger, don't shoot at your brother, all that kind of stuff. Don't put your eyes out. They immediately went outside and started shooting at each other. So they were on punishment, took those away for a while. Then when they got the BB guns back, they shot out the back door, the kitchen, like the back door to the kitchen, shot out the window. They got some lashes behind that one. <laughs> You know, you know what uh, works. You know, you could do it too with the BB gun. You could drop down a self-lighting match down the bore. Oh boy! And when it hits something solid, it'll go pop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, anybody yeah. know that? Right. <laughs> exactly. And listen, I even have like a range. I have a range. I have steel out on my range. My son went out there, and if anyone looks at the videos, there's an ambulance body, just the body of an ambulance that we have on the range that we use as a storage shed. My son went out there with all the steel targets. He decided to shoot out one of the windows of that thing. You know, so more punishment. But eventually, like, you know, that's how you learn. Eventually, now none of them ever went and stuck up a bank with it. No, I don't think so. No one's eyes got put out, although, listen, I know it happens. I know it happens. Um, people, you know. people put their eyes out with sticks, too. Yeah. Yeah, no one died from it. But that that is kind of ridiculous. Big shout out to Hootie Who. I see Hootie Who out there. Uh, let me get this comment in from Tyvin Show. Tyvin Show just jumped in here recently. He says, he sounds like he's from Australia, down under. And yes, that would be right. The deep south. Yes. This is, this is author Nick Adams. If you're just joining us, you don't know that. This is author Nick Adams. He's from Australia. He writes, he, he, uh, he, he writes, uh, he's got a bunch of books out there that you guys can find on Amazon. Um, you know. AdamsUSA.com. Say NickAdamsUSA.com. You he also uh, runs Flag. Uh, tell us about Flag one more time. Yeah, Flag is a 501c3 nonprofit educational group. We're all about teaching civics and promoting the American dream in public schools, K to 12. 
We've got a kid-friendly constitution, kid-friendly declaration of independence, kid-friendly version of selected readings of the Federalist Papers, a kid-friendly version on the Electoral College. Uh, so we've got great resources for students fifth grade and up. Uh, those resources will do wonders for your children uh, to get them to realise what America is about and what our values should be and what American history is, uh, an objective version of American history. And you can get those also by going to nickadamsusa.com. That's nickadamsusa.com. So Flag's doing great things in, in inspiring the next generation of Americans to keep this an American century and uh, to preside over a conservative, constitutional, patriotic renaissance. Awesome, awesome, thanks. Do you have, you don't have any of the, uh, I know I've seen some uh, booklets and things like that that you've had, you don't have, probably don't have any of those uh, with you right now, do you? Right here, no, I oh, don't. Okay. Um, yeah. I, if you have any of the books or anything like that, we could show that. We've got a little bit. We've got, like, uh, Nick has to go here in about 10 minutes or so, maybe less. Uh, Tyvin has this quick comment. I'll get this in, then I have a question. Tyvin sh says, um, my, I got my grandson a BB gun and posted it and tagged the company that made the BB gun, and the company gave me a tongue lashing because he's six years old. Well, how old is he supposed to Trick be. I don't know. Maybe he's supposed to be 46. Well, okay, okay. on the BB gun, I guarantee it. And in the instructions, there's a lot of lawyer talk in there. Probably, probably. About, you know, this age and that age because they have yeah. to because they've been sued a hundred times. Yeah. Um, that's probably why. Yeah. So let's get to, let me, uh, let's, uh, let's get, wait, Hootie Who has a thing here. He says, I've heard parts of Australia allow kangaroo hunting. Seriously, would like to try it. So there you go. Yes, yeah, they do. So uh, full disclosure, kangaroo tastes a lot like chicken. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just, just so you know. But the, sure, wings are a lot, the, wing, the wings are a lot bigger though. <laughs> kangaroo, uh, kangaroos are, can often become like pests, like deer. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And um, so, you know, yeah. it's needed. Uh, but uh, it, it, yeah. Yeah. Did you, I mean, did you ever see the movie, this is an American movie, I don't know if you've seen this, have you ever seen the movie Kangaroo Jack? No, is it any good? It's kind of funny, my kids, when they were little kids, they looked at that over and over again until it just made me, drove me, were they, drove me insane. Were they, shooting wind, were they shooting windows out in Kangaroo Jack? <laughs> no, but, you know, this. I'm sure people harass you about all the movies from Australia all the time, but those kangaroos might hunt you, that could possibly happen. <laughs> Well, they're, they're good boxers. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you want to go toe to toe. I've seen those sure. videos. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's. Uh, go ahead, Walt. One thing I'd say with Nick, here in this country, mm -hmm. really, um, if you look at the, the all the you know, Constitution, all the papers, all the all the stuff they did, things are really not different from that those times. Mm -hmm. It's just technology is different. Mm -hmm. That's it. We still had. You still got the people trying to take the guns away. The British. Mm -hmm. You still have the people trying to overtax you, the mm -hmm. British. Mm -hmm. You still had people that didn't want to be part of the revolution, mm -hmm. that just liked, liked it the way it was. Yeah. Because you they still were, have you know, people who want to be kings of us all. And you still, and you, you still have people that want to just be left alone and go out in the middle of nowhere and be, you know, like the, the great frontier, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. uh, like I said, really, things haven't changed much socially. It's just uh, technology is different. So. 
yeah. I, I always, I, you know, I've thought about often, you know, when I remember when in the first few years of social media, I, uh, I couldn't believe how many people were leftists, mm-hmm. people that I, I didn't know very well, but uh. I knew of their existence and I'd seen them around or they were tangentially connected to me in some way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then on social media, they'd be on there posting about some political candidate or some political cause or some mm-hmm. social justice issue. And I remember thinking, it's, it's an interesting point that you make, Walt, and I remember thinking to myself, you know, uh, they've always been around. Mm-hmm. It's oh, just yeah. in previous generations, we never knew. <laughs> because they, they had, they did not have the, they had no the way to, they did, couldn't project it to the world. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And one thing I do is like after the election, like after uh, any of the elections, I'll go out to eat and I'm sitting in a restaurant when we were doing that. And I look around, and I go, half these people voted for that other guy. And I'm thinking, oh, my God. You know, half, <laughs> That's usually half, how it is. Well, half these people, yeah, they don't understand mm-hmm. that stuff. You know, they're, they want... You know, the, the government's going to take care of them. The police are going to be there when they need help, yeah. you know, and all that all that garbage, you know. Yeah. And um, listen, uh, ultimately, we we go, we uh, we go, we vote, you know, and then we live with whatever happens. Uh, the person we vote for doesn't always become president. It's still America. We still move on. We deal with it. You know, next time around you vote or maybe no, you work you harder impeach to get the more president. Vote. You impeach him on false charges. <laughs> That's not what you do. They're going to keep doing it. You laugh. People laugh. They're going to keep doing this stuff forever now. This is the mantra. Until you until you do something drastic and get these people out, and it might come down to that, mm-hmm. um, they're going to play this thing every time someone they don't like gets elected because they figured they figured it out now. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of people just go, oh, well, that's the way it is. You know, it's like, no, that's not the way it is. No, no. Let me get this question into Nick because we're running out of time here. So with the elections around the corner, how do you think COVID, all the money printing, et cetera, um, you know, to save the economy, how do you think that's going to uh, affect votes? And what do you predict, Nick? We want to get a prediction from you before you get out of here so we can make that into a soundbite and then, you know, play it back in the future. Hank, the president's going to win. He's going to win big. It's going to be a landslide. It's going to be unlike anything that we've seen before. 2016 is going to pale in comparison. I've been around. I've spoken to people. I'm with different types of people every day. The media is not talking about it. The pundits are not talking about it. The polls are full of it. I am telling you right now, the enthusiasm for this president is sky high. He's the best president that we've ever had, and he is going to be re-elected on the 3rd of November. We're going to get another four years, and we're going to deal with China. We're going to punish all of America's enemies, and we're going to make sure that America reaches her full potential. Vote for Donald Trump. November 3 is a vote for America. Okay. And uh, the uh, silent uh, silent majority will be heard from you're saying um, at that time. Hopefully, you know, I, one of the big things for everyone to think about here, Supreme Court, Supreme Court. Yeah, I don't think uh, RDGB or whatever, RBG yeah. or whatever her name is, is not going to last that long. Oh, Lady Gingbird, you got another four years in that, and she's infected again somehow. Yeah. Who do and, you know? Uh, we get another four years. I mean, I, I would hope that uh, Justice 
Clarence Thomas and uh, Alito will also consider maybe that being a good time. They're also in their early 70s. Mm-hmm. That might be a good time as well for them to uh, let someone younger take the reins mm-hmm. and give, make sure that President Trump gets that those two picks as well. Yeah. And can, can, John, can John Roberts have a skiing accident or something? <laughs> uh, uh, Hootie Who says Trump 2020 silent will rise. That's from Hootie Who. That's his thing. All right. So listen, I, we, I don't want to keep Nick here. Nick, um, just one more time, if you could tell the folks out there, hopefully we'll get you to come back on here and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll uh, get into uh, deeper things. Can you just tell the folks out there how they can support you? Hank, uh, go to nickadamsusa.com. That's nickadamsusa.com. All of my books are available there for signed, personalized copies. You can also get all of our kid-friendly resources for FLAG, either at the nickadamsusa.com website or flagusa.org. That's flagusa.org. You can go and find out everything that you need. Follow me on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash America. Facebook.com slash Nick Adams in America or Twitter at Nick Adams in USA at Nick Adams in USA on Twitter. Are you on IG? Uh, Instagram? Instagram. I'm on Instagram as well. It's uh, at Nick A1, N-I-C-K-A-O-N-E, all lowercase, all letters. Okay, very cool. Thanks so much, Nick. Nick Thank Adams. You, I really do. I do really appreciate you coming on here, putting up with our shenanigans. Uh, especially like we've switched <laughs> over and all that kind of stuff, but it's been great. Thank you so much for your time. Please go Anytime. support Nick. Anytime. There you go. Thanks so much, Nick. We appreciate Bye. you, man. All right. Take it easy. Nice meeting you, Nick. Stay well. All right. <laughs> that was that was cool. Right? Yeah. I think you've, you've seen Nick, obviously, on Fox and I different haven't. places. No? I, late, lately... I used to watch Fox, Fox News kind of religiously, just jumping mm-hmm. through the channels. Mm-hmm. But now it's not in the same area on the, on the dial, so mm-hmm. to speak, as the Stadler stuff. So I haven't been watching Fox that much lately. So. Yeah. Uh, Nick's a good guy. I've actually met him in person um, a few couple couple years ago here, and it was very nice of him to come on. Um, if, you, if you guys are hearing about him for the first time, you should definitely go check him out. You know, yeah, I know he travels around the country. He's got several books out there. Um, you know, he's a good person to uh, to look at. And I feel like a kind of affinity, you know, being immigrants coming to America and appreciating how it is. I always tell people I don't think it's perfect. I think, you know, we there's nowhere that's perfect, man. But I really don't know anywhere else that I want to plant my roots down, you know, Um People just don't really get it until you go to other places and you see what's happening in those places. I don't really think you appreciate, uh, you know, how how the world his, could be. What's what was up? his IG thing again, Nick? Uh, just look. I, okay. I put Nick Adams and it's not a. Oh. Um. I don't know. I will find out. We'll find, we'll find out. out. Yes, we'll, we'll find we'll out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Just yeah. search. I know if you there was a dot com that he said that he had. So if you go check out the dot com, you could probably. So if you Google it and you're on the dot com, you'll probably find out all the, the other things that you, uh, you know that you that you need there that you could, or you'll have to go back here, man. I was literally pressing buttons, juggling everything right now. Them. Yeah. The big thing going on, so the thing going on here with me, in case anyone's wondering, like, what exactly is happening here, 
is that, um, you know, we got some Safety Harbor, we got some Walter Bucks around here. Walter does actually <laughs> help us out financially, supports the channel, and we did get some Walter Bucks. So I got a new, my, the old, the computer that we were using before, it's still here. It's from 2012. So it's like eight years old, man. That's, in I, computer looking, years, that's like 50. I'm looking through you at a 2011. <laughs> but, but I have to say for the Mac, the thing yeah. still runs. Yeah, me, so. yeah. The other one is a Mac, and it's still working. I'm gonna, st we'll still have it here, but I'll kind of have it as another setup, and I we can do some cool things with it. I've got to fix the internal speaker on mine. It's it's taking a crap, so I can't. I, and the way I can listen really clearly to audio is put the headphones on. Oh, okay. There's some ways. There's some ways we could. Uh, is it a desktop? Your Mac. Go no, on. it's a laptop, right? Oh, it's a, it's a laptop. Oh, okay. There's yeah. some places that can fix it up. Those those yeah. old Macs still have value. Oh yeah, so. yeah. We put a we put a uh, digital digital hard drive in. I think we'll call mm -hmm. it. Yeah, the one you know, and that that was a, that was a good move too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, anyway, that's what's going on here. I'm like trying to work out a whole bunch of different things, and uh, you know, it's just craziness trying to you know keep everything going here so that's the reason why uh some of this audio and stuff like that wasn't working but it's just me and walter now yep that that that's was fun that time that hour went fast walt yeah yeah no uh mm -hmm. good good stuff good stuff yeah um yeah yep so mm -hmm. how has your day been so far crazy what about yours? Mine, mine too, actually. <laughs> really? What happened? <laughs> well, um, this said it started normal. I was actually a little earlier than normal, and I'm just check. I had uh, ordered a couple things on the interwebs, and mm -hmm. and they messed up one of the orders, and I had to get that squared away. Uh -oh. I had to call Amazon. I actually have a telephone number for Amazon now, which is oh, awesome. yeah. You better yeah. save that in your phone. Yeah, on the super <laughs> secret <laughs> special. <laughs> because I, I, what happened? I ordered this. Um, box of, of hose connector clamps hose clamps mm -hmm. and and the bag showed up from amazon empty literally empty bag wait empty. this happened a couple of weeks ago well this happened longer than that yeah oh. beginning of june beginning of june it happened yeah 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 okay. yeah yeah okay so they sent me a return tag for a bag an empty bag right okay i'll return and, this and, to the garbage and i well <laughs> and i had to take it to a local coal store to do that which is five or six miles away. Oh, because like, Amazon owns Kohl's. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, whatever. Right. Yeah, so, mm -hmm. so I'm like, this sucks, man, for an empty bag. So it never, it never happened. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, I, the other day I looked on my Amazon account and they charged me again for the, for the, the hose clamps, because they didn't return the empty bag. Oh. So that, then I start looking for the telephone number on their <laughs> website so I can, so I can talk to a human. Yeah. And I can't find it, and I was a little frustrated. Yeah. You know, believe, believe it or not, I was frustrated. Yeah. And um, Big Cliff, go ahead. I'm listening. I'm listening. Mm -hmm. But my uh, Big Cliff uh, IG uh, Nick One. Nick okay, One, yeah, he's, yeah. He said his IG is Nick One, which I will go look it up. Um. So what I did was, well, what happened was, uh, you know, Doc, that um, that um, you've met Doc. Doc, he's a trainer person. Yes, he's, yes, uh, Doc. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's he's renting a little bit of space from us in the shop for his mm -hmm. business. Mm -hmm. He he had the magic. Um, Amazon number, and I dialed it, and I got a very nice young lady, and oh. she took care of it for me. Oh, cool. So, okay. Yeah. Shout out to Doc, man. So Doc is over there in the shop, huh? Yeah, Doc's every day. Yep. Yep. All right. Yep. Very cool. Very cool. Um, 
And then what happened? Then I ordered a couple. I you know I bought those two motorcycles, mm-hmm. that I, the two dirt bikes, mm-hmm. and the, the Honda needed new fenders because they were faded out and, and kind of uh, tweaked funny. So mm-hmm. I ordered a couple new fenders. Um, big box comes yesterday, and all there is is one fender in it. It's supposed to have two mm. fenders in it. So emailed the company. Hats off to these people. I can't remember their name right now, but mm-hmm. emailed them on uh, off of uh, eBay, and they've already taken care of it and sent out the other fender. Okay. So, yeah, after sir. I took care of those little minor issues this morning, my chore was to create a couple wo- – uh, to build three wooden boxes – we ship our um, rods for the stocks off to be coated, mm-hmm. and we've been putting them in cardboard boxes. And a lot of times, the cardboard boxes come back and they look like they've been through a nuclear explosion because it's just heavy metal in a cardboard box just mm-hmm. doesn't work. Mm-hmm. So it's going to make some wooden boxes that we can re- reuse when we send the, the rods off to the coating people. Mm-hmm. I started doing that, and then I it morphed into making something for Chris, machinist programmer Chris, mm-hmm. for his desk in the shop. And then I am getting ready to go back to doing my woodworking, and one of the milling machines breaks down. Oh man, not a, not a bad breakdown, but one that, yeah, I got to stop things and fix it. Mm-hmm. And that consumed basically consumed. Was it hot in the shop? Always. <laughs> <laughs> well, today, today, you know, it rained up your, your, by you probably too today, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Well, it was overcast we here, and yeah, it did it rain. Yeah, it started out overcast, and then it finally started raining, and it mm-hmm. wasn't that bad in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Just muggy, you know, mm-hmm. but still. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, this is what it looks like. Uh, let's see if we can get it in here. I haven't figured out how to share my phone. So there you go. Nick one. And you'll see a picture of Nick in a suit and you'll see uh, he's throwing up some memes and stuff like that. But that's uh, that's his thing right there. I'm going to follow it. So we're following him right now. There you go. And if you guys go there and you comment, make sure you tell him that you saw him here on the show on the Hank Strange podcast. Uh, yeah, lifestyles of the locked and loaded, or uh, who yeah. stole my freedom podcast? Yeah, or absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it's been crazy. It's been crazy. You know, lots of crazy Nick, stuff going on. Nick one was all one word, right? Uh, yes. Was, or you could just search Nick Adams, but when you search his name, you'll see at the top of that the one the the uh, you'll see his thing is a guy in a suit. And it'll have Nick on, and that's definitely him there. So, uh, okay. yeah, there it is. I see it now. Yeah, lots of different things going on here. You know what? I did try to share the um, the Amazon. I think Lola put up a link. She's got a link somewhere here in the chat. Maybe she'll put that into the description. I did try to share it, but when I went over, let's see if it does it again. Yeah, when I went over here, there's like a. Okay, let's see. Let's see. If I do this, can you guys, can you still hear me, Walt? You can still yes, hear I me, can. right? Okay, maybe that. Uh, but there you go. Nick Adams on Amazon. He's got a bunch of books if you want to support him. Uh, hopefully you guys can still hear what I'm saying here. We'll see whether or not, that, that, you know. It takes time. Get everything all set up. So, um, yeah, there's a bunch of, uh, what what's in the news that you've been, I saw that those, um, they found the people that uh, killed those oh, yeah. guys, man, yeah. in your neck of the woods. That was crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's that one dude had like 230 felony arrests. That started yeah. when he was 12 years old. Yeah, so I think it's two brothers and um, two brothers and one of them's girlfriend 
that did all that stuff. Um, real insanity going on there, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, yeah, I it, it, here. Let's just say this: at the point where you've had that many felony arrests, mm-hmm. you shouldn't be with uh, in the gene pool anymore. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you, it's only a matter of time well, before you do. Yeah, you do I, I hope that they're giving these people the electric chair. He was out on bail for breaking somebody's arm with a crowbar. Wow. Yeah, electric chair. Yeah. Oh, I don't even. Let's that's express, good express to the electric chair. Right out to the oak tree and the rope. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, boom. Yeah. Um, it's, it's recyclable and reusable. Come on. Yeah. All That's I mean that was pretty grisly and I think so I don't I don't have the article here to pull it up but um what I saw when I was reading about this um is that he killed them because he believed they stole his truck or something like that his engine They stole the engine from his truck? Yeah, that's crazy. Um, that's just insanity. Um yeah. Well, you yeah. know does not belong with the rest of us on the planet. Nope. Out of the gene pool. That's my personal opinion. Out of the Here's gene the pool. Yeah, we don't want people like that having children. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Lola says she's sending me the story, and then maybe I'll throw it up here. But, yeah, it's pretty, um, I don't know. Yeah, we don't, we don't need those people here with the rest of us nope. on the planet. So um, to nope. just do that, and then when I was reading about it yesterday... They, he, he, like this one guy shot these three young people and then, um, these other guys helped him with that. And then they went to McDonald's and bought a bunch of McDonald's and stuff and went home. Just chilling. No biggie. Right. Yeah. 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 Yannick Stoner says gas chamber. (laughs) No, we're not going to waste the gas on it. Don't waste the gas. What's that Lola? You should have the story. Okay. Here, let me see. I'll bring it up. Um, I don't see it, but, uh. Okay. Ancient Roman gem jars found where? Let's see here. Yeah, let's uh, see here. I'll bring it up. Uh, so here we go. Let's see if we can we can pull this up. Frostproof triple murder suspects appear in court Thursday. Um, yeah. Three suspects yeah. face a judge Thursday in connection with triple murder. Uh, and frostproof over the weekend after a three-day manhunt deputies arrested two brothers and a woman in connection to the massacre of three close friends in frostproof friday night it goes on to uh, name these people um yeah yeah once again i don't even think they especially the one with 200 and something felony arrests or, or things, violations or whatever mm-hmm. it is. I don't think there needs to be a whole lot of trial. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. It appears they were arguing over the engine out of the truck and wow. Okay. So you, yeah. So you just kill three people then, right? Yeah. Yeah. We don't need them. Yeah. I, you know, we don't need those people. Nope. So, uh, let's see. And so, and then speaking of really crazy ass people, by the way, <laughs> which one now? Which is some other crazy people. I'll throw this up here for the for the folks out there if you want to see it. Woman shoots boyfriend who refused to argue with her. Police say. So investigators are searching for Janelisha Janelisha Lawrence, twenty nine, who is suspected of shooting her boyfriend after he refused to argue with her. 
This is from uh, Shreveport. Uh, Shreveport, Louisiana. <laughs> a woman shot her boyfriend who refused to argue with her. Saturday morning, uh, police said investigators are searching for Janelisha Lawrence, 29, who is suspected of shooting her boyfriend around 7.30 a.m. Officers found a 34-year-old man bleeding on a sidewalk. He was taken to a hospital with life-threatening injuries. Officials said he's in critical condition. Uh, investigators determined Lawrence was the man's estranged girlfriend and shot him after he refused to argue with her. She then left in a Honda Accord with primer paint on the left side passenger door. And she's wanted for attempted second-degree murder. Oh, he died? Oh, attempted, attempted. Attempted, attempted, yeah. Attempted, yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, dear. That's crazy. The other one should, should not be breeding. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, no. Yeah. Um, so, for not arguing. <laughs> this so is basically you- Lola's dream. What Lola dreams of in her life, for her life to be awesome is if I don't argue with her about anything if I would just stop arguing with oh Lola, so you're just you're just supposed to be a yes boy then yeah I'm just supposed yes, to go yeah. yes you're awesome highness you are the most awesome you know all things but you know when I open my mouth other words come out <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I guess that's why I'm still around <laughs> I guess, you know, that's saving me. But then again, Lola's not crazy like this chick, obviously. Uh, well, that guy was damned if he did or damned if he yeah. don't kind of thing. Do or you don't. Yeah, because, it, you know, usually. Yeah. What's the saying, Walt? Don't sh- stick your dick in crazy. Uh, I tell my Lord, sons that Lord, all the time. Lord, Lord. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mentioned to you over the weekend about black girls when they get pissed off. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of them. <laughs> they mm-hmm. go crazy. <laughs> it's like I don't yeah. know what it is, man. What? What are you Wh- supposed to do? You argue? You argue? Get shot? You don't argue? We get shot? I mean, yeah. Women in general. See, people keep thinking. I think we had this conversation. People keep thinking that women are so peaceful. Do you, you know. You know what I'm saying? Like it's all the problems of the world belong to the men. It's all the men. You know, when Trump got in trouble for grabbing him by the stuff, only <laughs> yeah. dudes do that. Only horrible dudes. Women don't grab any dudes by their stuff. Oh, yes, they do. Oh, well, you've seen the thing about <laughs> the teachers lately? Yeah, teachers and the students. Why are yeah. they grabbing somebody's thing? You know, yeah, you know, so <laughs> and people don't realize. I keep telling people women are the cause of all war and strife and misery for the most part. Mm-hmm. We just follow orders, dudes. <laughs> typically behind a war we might be there fighting the war for the most part somewhere behind that we're doing it based I... off of you know the women and if you ever see women go at it man like when they you know uh, that's why there's plenty of videos on, on the interweb you yeah. can watch them killing yeah. each other you know yeah. it's like, or sometimes you yeah. see these stories of, of, of guys get into an argument like remember the dumpster remember the guys fighting over the dumpster the bed putting the mattress in the dumpster and the wife isn't there telling like these guys already have the drop on him. They have guns and everything. And she's egging him on instead of saying, Hey, 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 drop this. These guys have yeah. guns. Let it go. You know? So I think people yeah. don't believe this, but you know, uh, women can be pretty vicious, man. You know, pretty crazy. Yeah. You know, yeah. Woman scorned. They didn't, that doesn't exist for no reason. Yeah. Forget about scoring, just nut, plain old freaking nutty. Yeah. That's what. Yeah. <laughs> Cuckoo. Cuckoo. 
Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, hopefully yeah. that what guy makes it, but yeah, he messed around with the he messed around with crazy chick. So. Um. Let's see. There's a bunch of other stuff here. Let me see. I'm gonna look, I'm gonna see which one I wanna. Uh, oh, I watched. I stayed up last night late to watch. Mm-hmm. Speaking of crazy, okay, stayed up last mm-hmm. night late to watch the Chinese launch one of their rockets. Right. Okay. They're long. They're. Uh, it's a You're new. Watching uh, Chinese mission. rockets launching now. Jeez. Well, it's their mission to Mars, with their latest mission to Mars, where they're sending mm-hmm. a. They're sending an orbital probe. They're sending one that's going to land, and then another one that's like a rover, all mm-hmm. on one sh- one rocket ship. Okay. I'm watching it on one of the. Uh, um, I'm watching it on Everyday Astronauts, um, mm-hmm. a YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. There's perfect picture of the rocket sitting there. Five, four, three, mm-hmm. two, one. But all of a sudden. All of a sudden, a thing comes up on the screen. There could be a delay. Mm-hmm. And then, to his surprise, next photo is like a still of all the stuff going. You know, when it fires at first and the steam and all that stuff. And he goes, "Oh, look at that!" And then, then, then the feed is sideways. The rocket's flying straight up, but somebody's taking his feed and it's going okay. like horizontal. Mm-hmm. And there was all these wacky feeds, you know, different. I don't know if it was people just submitting them or yeah whoever was behind in the control center didn't know what they were doing obviously oh my god it was like holy cow they're going to mars and they can't control the video feed (laughs) what what the hell (laughs) even 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 everyday astronaut guy was like oh well you know (laughs) Mm -hmm. what are we gonna do you know Mm -hmm. um that was at one o'clock in the morning i usually stay up that late but so uh, speaking of rocket launches there's some rocket launch news here um, I don't know if you saw this. You should have, since you follow the rocket stuff. Britain and the U.S. accuse Russia of launching weapon in space. Did you see this? Accuse who? Russia. Oh, well, the Russians uh, have had weapons So the U.S. and U.K. have accused Russia of testing an anti-satellite weapon in space in the latest sign that a space-based arms race is heating up. What? what? No, you say. No. Uh, I got news for you. We've already done that too. <laughs> yeah, we shot down a we shot down a missile from a, like a an F fifteen jet fired mm-hmm. a missile went up and took out a satellite low orbit satellite. So. Okay, all right, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. Um, the U S. Uh, let's see what it says. General John Raymond, the head of the new U S. Space Force, Space said Force. the alleged test of a projectile conducted on fifteenth of July was further evidence of Russia's continuing efforts to develop and test space-based systems and consistent with the Kremlin's published military doctrine to employ weapons that hold U.S. and allied space assets at risk. Chinese um, are working on it, too. But yes, absolutely. And did you did you ever get a chance to look at Space Force on Netflix? <laughs> no, I did not. Yeah. Um, so it's got... What's, his, oh, what's the name of the guy in Space Force? Um, I'll tell you guys oh. here, but it, it, but you know they basically set this movie up to make fun of Trump, and the whole space force idea is supposed to be ridiculous, and oh right, this will right. never happen. But they, but when I looked at it, I was like, but a, a lot of this is happening, and I don't think they realize that they were making fun of stuff, but the stuff oh, was really happening, and there's a lot of people taking it seriously. It's got Steve Carell, you know, and a bunch of other people in there that are uh, famously like. Uh, you know, they think they're smarter than us. It's got John Malkovich and all that kind of stuff. But they're talking about all of this. In one of the first couple, in the, the first few episodes, there's a um, there's a thing where they have a satellite up there. 
and a Chinese uh, satellite comes along and swallows up their satellite like something out of a James Bond movie. Yeah. You know, like something out of Moonraker. But yeah, this is what's going on, people. That's right. We are. There, you know, we already have satellites up there that are supposed to. That the purpose is to do maintenance on other satellites. Mm-hmm. Okay, so figure that one out. That's, yeah. You're gonna do. We're going to do maintenance on that satellite, just yeah. and all of a sudden it goes out. Yeah. So, you should look at that. I thought it, I'm not saying trying to tell you guys it was brilliant. I think they were trying to obviously make fun of Space Force and everything. But in the, in the midst of that, they kind of made, you know, like doing it kind of makes you think, oh, I think we do need something like this. So. Well, it would be a kinder and gentler space force, and then we would uh, um, all the all the people who go up in space, they would have to, they would they, <laughs> they wouldn't be qualified pilots. Mm-hmm. They would just be uh, homeless people, and you know stuff like that. Yeah, Black Sword Shinobi <laughs> says space force will happen. Absolutely, it is happening. It already has without been happening. Without a doubt, without a doubt, uh, we are living everybody. Space you, know, force dream. you know, for those who were alive back then, and, night, and then back when Ronald Reagan was a president. He he was starting a thing called Star Wars, you know. With uh, mm-hmm. I remember Star Wars Initiative. And everybody thought, ah, he's crazy. That yeah, lasers, lasers. Yeah, mm-hmm. that no, yeah, crazy old man, you know. Blah, blah, blah. Well, crazy as he as he was, mm-hmm. um, they they continue to work on that stuff, and that's why we have the lasers and stuff we have now. So, yeah, Len Holt says oh. China, China, China. <laughs> Anybody, hey, anybody in the chat be interested if I make a patch with Trump and his his face and then the big words China coming out and then the COVID thing behind him, like a circular <laughs> COVID thing. Around You'd there. have to show us what you're, uh, what you're thinking about. Art. Yeah, 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 yeah. What happened to the Trump rat? I, I, I got to get back to it. I just, yeah. you know, it's COVID-19, COVID-19. It's been in the I waves. still think the rat should have been me. I, I am the year of the rat. You know. <laughs> And I'm sure you're skipping this year because it's my year. Yeah. And not not even a consideration. Yeah, you know. Skip skipping so, because. Yeah. You don't want to have to choose over me and Trump. But let me ask you this, man. What's we've been that? we've been buddies for a long time. You know, I've saved your life a couple of times. Uh who would you choose? <laughs> man. <laughs> me or Trump? <laughs> <laughs> for what? Yeah. Who would you if if one of us had to get thrown off the boat into the ocean? <laughs> why are we why are we doing that? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know, who oh. would you have? Is it are you saving good old Hank Strange, or are you saving the Trumpster? <laughs> Which one? What, what are you doing here? <laughs> That's a tough question. Let me just Which before I... you make your decision. Let me just say we're the shoe on the other foot, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, who, who, I would definitely keep you. Who, 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 I would, I am would I going tip, swimming or? I, no, Trump uh, be out there swimming, man. He'd be out there swimming. Yeah, so not <laughs> to put any pressure on you oh, for your okay. decision. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm going to uh, sustain. See, I mean, do you see how difficult this is for Walter to make this choice? He's just uh, worried Trump might hear in the future. Maybe, you know, Walter. I, saw, I heard about you. I saw what you said. You didn't choose me. It would have been great. It would have been the most amazing thing ever. You know, you, you and me, Walter, we could have taken over China, you know, but you chose Hank Strange. China? Yeah. We're, getting, we're, making, we're making respirators, a lot of respirators. We're making more respirators than anybody else. Appalachian Gunrunner says, sounds like Trump, Hank. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I know. 
I know. <laughs> James Miller gave you two bucks, too. Yeah. He says, uh, Walter, COVID-19, <laughs> Hank, COVID-19. good for you. Good for you. <laughs> good for you. Good for you. Uh, uh, Michael Michael Avon says uh, I'd stay. I think I'd stay off that boat. That's yeah, a wise choice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think Don's a good swimmer, tossing. Yeah, and Black Sword that. says China COVID nineteen is a boi weapon. I don't know. No bio weapon. Bio. Oh, okay. Oh, he. Uh, yeah. I, so. I I don't believe it was intentional. Um, I don't that, that I don't I don't. It, it doesn't. The evidence is out there, and there's lots of it. Doesn't lean toward it being intentional. Just it was very sloppy. Something very mm-hmm. sloppy happened. Well, they were and, obviously working on something, and it got loose. Oh yeah, they've been. Everybody does, by the way. Everybody works. Mm-hmm. Um, now, whether that what got out was natural or they had, as we call, uh, genetically engineered it yeah. to be more more mobeta. Mm-hmm. That 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 the people who do that know that stuff. Mm-hmm. That's like the, when when there's like a nuclear. Um, you know, when radiation starts to show up someplace, mm-hmm. they can get samples and they can see whether who's messing with whose radiation that is. A lot mm-hmm. of times, but there's tags and stuff in it that they know. But. Yeah, uh, Dan hates you. Says Trump has money. I don't know if Hank can swim, but he's gonna learn today. Walter is just holding his hopes out that by saving Trump, he's going to get to meet Melania. That's it. Now, there you go. That's all. That's all, Walter. Look right behind But guess what, Walter? You didn't know in my scenario, Melania was in the ocean. So now me and Melania are swimming off, and you and Trump, you have to go off and start civilization all over again by yourself. Uh, That's going to be rough. See how that works out. That's going to be rough. See, I was going to say, up on your patch wall, right behind you, uh-huh. by your shoulder, there's the float, my Flotus patch. Oh, right, right. And you notice that Flotus patch has got that right nice uh, red uh, yeah. high-heeled shoe in there? That's, yeah. for, our, that's for our very Hold attractive on, see, first we'll lady. We'll go full screen on it. Let's see. So right there. Bam. Yeah. There's the Trump rooster. Trump cock. Trump cock. Yeah. Trump dog. There's a Trump dog. dog. Right there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I don't know where the rat is, but, you know. Yeah, somewhere. What can I say? What can I say? But, yeah, yeah. I, I I'll be you know, oh by the way I have the new social distancing uh, guidelines for the shot show too. Yeah. Okay. What is it? What's the give well, us the highlights? Well, there's a whole sheet of paper that was suggestions for them. Yeah. From them. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll have to get it to you, and you can yeah peruse over. Yeah, we can it. go through it. I think Lola was mentioning that to me. Yeah. Something or was it Peggy? Someone was someone was mentioning yeah. that to me. I can't remember. I was going to suggest to the shot show people if if this stuff is still going around shot show time and there's still stuff going on in China, I just recommend they don't bring the Chinese here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't yeah. think that would work. Yeah. <laughs> what is next year? Is year next year the year of the uh, the virus or what's the? Year I don't know what's next year's year, man. I'm still living the year of the rat. This is my year, baby. Year of the rat. 2020, 2020, the beginning, Alpha and the Omega. <laughs> mano y mano. <laughs> we don't know if we're making it to 2021. The other day, I think we were doing the show, and I, and the, I was thinking 2021, and my brain was like, there's no way. That sounds like the future. That sounds sci-fi. <laughs> Next year is the Ox. Oh, the Ox. Okay. The Ox. Okay. Strong like yeah, ox. ox. Yeah, ox. Oh, okay. 
I don't know who out there. I don't know if people are even following all that. Uh, I know Lola is the tiger. She always gets the, you know. I'm the, the tiger too. Oh, yeah. You're the tiger also. All right. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's pretty oh, much geez. it. You Save that for Trump. You and Trump on the boat. That's what you guys are going to be. <laughs> Did you watch? Uh, You're going to need speak, that. Speaking of, speaking of tigers, I oh, have, after last time Monday, I went to a, a American Gun Chicks, uh, right. you know, um, Carol Baston thing. Mm-hmm. And all it was was, did you see any of it? Yes, did I did. Yes, I did. Well, what, did, what did you think of that? It was like it was like a flamethrower ad is what it was. It was uh, basically, yeah, I think there was a little bait. bit of clickbait involved click in bait. that from, yeah. uh, from American Gun Chick. I was disturbed by her uh, by her sharpied-in mustache. It's kind of disturbing. <laughs> that was kind of funny, actually. <laughs> I'm just saying it was so weird to see, you know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And she, Brickell's she, not gonna make a. She's not gonna make a. You know, that's not. You don't want dudes. You know. No. No. That's and 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 for uh for Jonathan a torque toolbox. That's a real girl. Mm-hmm. Um. By the yeah, way. Yeah. 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 She doesn't make a good dude. She doesn't make a good dude. No. 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 <laughs> she was. It was funny. I think it was funny, and I think Carol Carol Baskin was technically in it. Yes. Um, I guess it looked like, um, did they, maybe it was one of those Fiverr things or something, like Carol Baskin needs money, so she's on one of those things where you could pay her money and she says whatever you want her to say. Yeah. 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 And then you have that video. Maybe that's what they did there, so they didn't lie to anyone. No. Um, You know, and it was a music video, and there was a a flamethrower and all that kind of stuff in there, but... You know, yeah. I now I have to wash my brain of the image of American <laughs> Gun Chick with a freaking beard. You know, and then the poor dog—they they abused that dog by painting stripes on him. Also, it looks like with the same sharpie. <laughs> I like the last scene in the whole thing where she's—it looks—it's supposed to be like Carol Baskin from behind, mm-hmm. and she's wiggling. Mm-hmm. So I commented in the, in the comments. I said that ain't. Carol Baskin's asking. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Big Cliff says 2020, year of the bat. Shit, probably. I'm adding that. Year of the bat shit crazy. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, so anyway, I saw it. it, it you know, listen, it, you know, it's cool. American Gun yeah. Chick's getting her music on and everything. Yeah, I watched it. I had to laugh. So there you go. Yeah. You know, um, I was just wondering how many takes they did of that because, you know. The outtakes I would like to see to be pretty funny. Yeah, I would like to see the outtakes. I would like to see what that dog got up to. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, but I'll just save all that for when, <laughs> yeah. when Brickell comes on the show. <laughs> and then I'll pull that back out. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, so if you don't know what we're talking about, you could go check out American Gun Chick. And... Yeah, I believe that was from Monday night. Yeah. And she'll have that on here. Now, do you know how... Do you remember how I'm always telling you that the zombie apocalypse is going to start from the frickin'... Um, what do I always say the zombie is going to start the uh, zombie apocalypse? Let's do this. Let's see if the people out there are actually listening. This is trivia time here. This is trivia time. This is for extra bonus bragging points. Uh, we're not going to give you anything. Um... 
But if you go if you go sign up at HankStrange.com, get into our email list, you will potentially win some stuff. We're, we're going to get some. Uh, we're going to be giving away some stuff, including. I know I've been saying this, but we do have a gun that we're going to give away. I just need to figure out exactly. Um, not who, not how we're giving away or whatever. I got to figure out which one of those and if we're going to do anything to it before we give it away or we're just going to give it away like that. But there's a whole bunch of other stuff that we have going on um, in there. So um, as well as I'm, I'm going to work with uh, Fort Scott, I think, to give away some ammo since, uh, you know, it's dire times for folks out there. But Walter, I'll start with you. Yes, sir. Oh, Jay Grew already hit it. What? He already Hands hit it. Hand sanitizer. That's what I always say is going to bring on the apocalypse. Jade Grew's the man. <laughs> man, that wasn't even a... Uh... So, yeah, it wasn't on your radar? Um, so here, let me let me show you this. I always tell you guys to bring on the apocalypse. This is from The Cut. Look out for potentially toxic hand sanitizers. Yes. Walter, it's happening. Um, hand sanitizer manufacturer and sales have exploded recently to meet, meet demand during the COVID, uh, the coronavirus pandemic, but some products may not be safe for use. On Wednesday, NBC News reported that the United States Food and Drug Administration expanded a list of hand sanitizers it is recalling from store shelves, raising the total number of recently removed products to at least uh, 75, so 75 different products. Some of the recall products are sold at national chains like Walgreens and Costco. The recall products tested positive for menthol, uh, methanol or wood alcohol, which can be toxic when absorbed through the skin or ingested. Uh, the FDA well, recommended that anyone exposed to hand sanitizers containing uh, methanol seek immediate treatment as substantial exposure can cause nausea, vomiting, headaches, seizures, permanent blindness, coma, nervous system damage, and death. And then you might come back to life as a zombie. That's not that's not really written. All right, let me give, give you a, a little bit of uh, advice. Uh-huh. You don't need to be bathing in hand sanitizer. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless mm-hmm. you're in unless you're in a, an environment where you're in the with the public. You know, if you're if you're sitting in your job in the office, mm-hmm. you don't need to be. Oh God. You know, constantly dipping your hands into the, you know, mm-hmm. it ain't gonna keep you alive. Yeah, you're gonna, um, you're gonna be walking along, and somebody's gonna sneeze, and you're gonna walk through the sneeze, and you got the, you got the mumps. So. All you need to do is wash your hands, man. Soap and water. Soap and yeah, water. Yeah, soap, soap water. It's magical. Soap the Egyptians invented that. <laughs> you can walk like an Egyptian right <laughs> over the soap and water. Soap and water. That's it. Stay away from the freaking hand sanitizers. Crazy, crazy people. Yeah. You really that, actually that, believe that by taking some kind of chemicals and rubbing them on your hands that you're going to make yourself better? No. Okay? No. It's not a good idea. It never has been a good idea. And, uh, you know, it's going to cause a zombie apocalypse. Go ahead. Well, well. Every, everybody has different... Everybody's different and everybody reacts differently to chemicals and mm-hmm. substances and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, Do you, you know, use I'm, the I'm, hand sanitizer? No. Does anyone I'm in the know shop when my hand hands sanitizer? get dirty. I wash, I wash my hands when I was working on that milling machine probably five times in a half an hour to get the, the grease and the metal chips off my hands. So. Yeah. What happened to just a good old washing your hands? Uh, yeah. Just regular old bar of soap. Yeah. Just a regular old bar of soap. Big yellow bar of soap is all we need in the world. 
You don't need all kinds of different soaps. I used to use one bar of soap to wash my hands, wash the dishes, (laughs) wash my clothes, wash wash my butt, (laughs) (laughs) to shampoo my hair. Yeah, all of that. Face wash. I've done that one time. I didn't have no shampoo. Just take the bar of soap, rub it in your head, get it going, and once it out. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. So, yeah, be on the lookout for that. Clint Sanders says, have you been sending out emails? Because I haven't gotten one in a long time. Maybe you should uh, go go there and re-sign up on the email list. Lola just recently sent out two of them. She uh, sent something out about the Olight sale that was going on this week. So, yeah, we are sending those out for sure. Absolutely. So, um, And there's going to be some giveaways and things like that going on in there. Uh, Black Sword says fake hand sanitizer. Yeah, I think there's lots of people jumping in. So, you know. Yeah, well, that stuff would be good fire starter, though. That methanol and the wood alcohol, that'd be good for starting a fire. Yeah, yeah. Man, you just got to be careful out there. Sometimes the cure is worse. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah. look at this. We got Underground Firearms Watch. What's this? I got here and see what this is at. This is on what the happened? Firearms Blog. Oh, Firearms? Guns, uh, Firearms Blog. Uh, I guess under arms, uh, underground fire, underground arms watch, July part one. Mm-hmm. We got a bunch of rusty gun parts here. What is this at? Uh, oh wait, firearms blog. Yeah. Let's see. Somebody making something. Yeah. Uh, what gun news is? Uh, what's been in the gun news? We were talking yesterday about this, Walt. You know, HK has new ownership. Yes, I read that. I read that. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, some company. Well, I don't know if it really yeah, And the company already had partial ownership. So. Yeah. Yeah. So they got approved to take over the whole thing. Um, and then also they announced who's the, uh, you know, the the owner of Full 30. That came out, too. We were talking about yeah, that. Yeah. And I hear uh, Jared Merkel's the CEO. Yep. Jared. Oops. Yep. Yep. I have uh, yeah. communicated with him uh, via text and email. Uh, I invited him to come on um, probably like a month or so, or more than that, ago. But he said, obviously, I think they want to do this rollout. Maybe maybe we will get him to come on and answer questions and stuff like that. So it'll be good. Yeah. No, um, that's that's good to have some actual, maybe some actually gun gun people in the helm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Instead of just, instead of people looking to just make money, probably. <laughs> Um, well, money is money is important, so you need. Oh well, yes, you do it need is. People. But I mean, you gotta you gotta do mm-hmm. it with the right uh, motives. I guess yeah. Say. Yeah. Um, oh, money's money's awesome. Believe me, trust me. Yeah. I can spend it as fast as I can get it in my hands. So. Yeah, but you but you also I think need uh, someone to represent the uh, the the consumer out there, which in this case would be the viewers. You know, you need people to to say, "Hey, as, as this this is what the viewers are looking for. The people coming there for content, this is what they're looking for." I think you need someone to represent the content creators themselves, folks like me and you, um, to to work with us and figure out what's the best ways to get us on board. I think that's what um, Matt from Gunstreamer was trying to do. He's just recently taken over Gunstreamer. And then at the same time, you need to, you know, other than having people in the background technically running something like that, you need people to figure out how to interface with the industry and get the industry to come on board supporting platforms. And you know? that takes money. Yeah, it's going to take money from the industry. Yeah, absolutely. 
that's the form of support that we're talking about. So I mean, I guess I, whenever I hear these people say that, oh, these so-and-so needs to go to the gun stream or so-and-so needs to go here, mm-hmm. so-and-so is not going anywhere unless they can replace what they're making already on YouTube. Mm-hmm. That's that's the bottom line. I mean, you're not going to have any of these big gun websites just jump ship and go poor. No, that's not mm-hmm. that's not uh, that's not that's not the way it works in the real world. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know. No, but what we do need to think about is creating, making, or securing our own um, ecosystem that we could function in. Because what's so one of the things like YouTube's cutting back on, um, they're cutting back on advertising revenue that we have access to. So they're getting revenue from companies, but we're getting like uh, sectioned out of that, right? And put into special categories in our contents, basically being suppressed, I think, because of that. But, you know, what if they actually, what if YouTube accepted uh, money from the gun industry? And instead of putting it on, in general videos, they put it on our videos, right? That would help, but they don't do that. They refuse to take advertising money from the firearms industry. Um, So we have to figure out our own ecosystem where we could all function within that. But of course, YouTube and all the other social media is never going away. You know, that's yeah. just that's uh, yeah. just how it is. So let's see. Did you see any other any other guns in there that you're uh, you know you're liking? Uh, oh, and the underground guns? No, I didn't even see the. Oh, under- just, oh. oh, I did see the underground. That's just a bunch of rusty stuff. Well, there's only one. This kind. Of, well, there's a store. Yeah, I'll, I'll there's throw a couple that interesting there. things further down, but yeah. But, um, Hold yeah, on a most second. Of it is just, I just unplugged my headset. Oh dear. Here. Bam. Okay, there it goes. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. So most most of it is just rusty stuff. But. Yeah, just looks yeah. like a bunch of rusty guns, like they took these from the bottom of a lake or something. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah. yeah, this was definitely not uh, nitrated. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 melanite to you. Melanite. melanite. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, definitely not melanated or anything else. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Let's see. I, I just happened to cross that part. Yeah, I don't see any. Uh, oh, I guess they've got some prisoners that they seize these guns from. That's, that's one, one group. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Do you always look through this to see if you see any SHTF 50s in there? Well, that's not the underground gun part. That's usually when no. you look at the. Uh, like the stuff captured in Mexico, Sm- yeah, or, or smuggled or in, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, There's I, some crude pop- workmanship here, man. Bad welding. Oh uh, well, yeah. Wow. Of course. I mean, I'm a terrible welder, and I could weld better than some. Oh, of that this. one is horrendous. I don't know. Uh, I'm Listen, just gonna should say. Should I show the people the one that I think is the bad uh, welding one? Here we go. I mean that's it terrible. looks like a Mac Ten frame with a yeah yeah it's on a green carpet or something like that and is that is it twenty twos? Is this? Uh... I left that article now. I'm kind of looking for some other stuff, but yeah, interesting. Okay, yeah, terrible, terrible, pretty terrible. Terrible, terrible. Yeah, monkey with monkey with the MIG welder. Yeah, let's um, see. Uh... I don't know what other uh, news is out there. 
like gun world news. You guys could tell us if there's something in the gun Indian, world. Oh, look at this. Indian Caracol carbine order imminent. So the Caracol, the Caracol mm -hmm. company is from, I think that's from Abu Dhabi or one of those. That's where they're based at, over in the Middle East, somewhere there. Mm -hmm. But it looks like the it looks like the Indians are going to buy some Caracol uh, AR or M16 style carbines. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, Purdue, yes, I'm. Oh, what the hell? Um, let's see what else is going on here. Yeah. Um, James Miller says, Walter, are you allowed to export SHTF 50s? Um, if you go through all the hoops in the country that's you're going, is yes, it can be, it can be done. Yes, mm -hmm. um, but. For one rifle, pain in the ass. So, uh, and expensive too, by the way. Mm -hmm. But once again, you got to make sure the country that it's going to, you can have a 50 cal. Mm -hmm. And then you have to have all the paperwork from that country, and it gets involved and mm -hmm. expensive. I said that already, but I'll say it again, yeah. expensive. Um, what do you think? Uh, uh, okay, so let me see here. Uh, what do you think about? There was some news on the suppressor front. And we had the guys from the American Suppressor Association on. Yeah. And then sometime after that, the news came out that now you could sell suppressors overseas. Uh, so what do you think about that? I think it's good. That's good. Mm -hmm. um, there's no reason why we can't. I mean, if they can own them, we sell them to them. No. Yeah. It's why, just, it's yeah just why is America movie. cut out of getting that business? Well, it's all that military munitions stuff and... Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's a lot of politics and mm -hmm. people that don't understand the world in our country. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, DCG. Uh, let's... Yeah. Why are we, you know, if, Go ahead. I was going to say, if, if India wants to buy suppressors from somebody, then we should sell them suppressors, not not end up buying them from, you know, some European country or something. You know, mm -hmm. I'm all for it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. OK, let's see here. Um Lifestyles. I mean, DCG forty-five forty forty-four S says, "Did you see the uh, Did you see the abomination of a gun? Gun, Mister Guns and Gearhead on his on his, his Facebook? Face no, I'd have to look at that. No, I didn't. Um, while I'm looking that up, uh, John Voorhees says uh, HB nine six one is coming back into focus. Okay, what's nine six one again? Let's see. Which one is that? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're going to have to refresh me. There's a whole bunch of these HBs. Is this in Virginia? Virginia. This is probably one of the Virginia. Let's see, what is it? HB 961. Uh, huh. Uh, I see, uh, looking on the Instagrams, uh, Babyface has got his uh, fuck around and find out flag up on it. Yeah, I saw he sent me, uh, oh yeah, he sent you that. Yeah, that's cool. I like that one. That looks pretty big, too. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, um, refresh our memory on what HB961 is supposed to be uh, and where exactly. Is this a Virginia one? When I Google that, there's a whole bunch of different ones. You're going to have to refresh my memory on that. There's a whole bunch of different ones at different places. Um, and let me know what bill, which bill is that? Uh, the assault weapons ban in Virginia? Um, that's because... So the Virginia thing is because um, they've got the supermajority now. Did you see that? 
the uh, people of Virginia Dem- have spoken, and Democrats running everything now in Virginia, supposedly. Oh God. So uh, my thing that I would say there is resist, refuse to comply. <laughs> yeah, not you non-compliance. Know? Yeah, you don't have to uh, comply with it with any of that stuff over there. Let me see if I could uh, pull up. Uh, huh? Let's see if I could pull up. Uh, what are we looking for, Mr. Guns and Gear? Yeah. Mr. Guns and Gear. Let's see. And what was this thing that he was supposed that he had on his Facebook? Some horrendous uh, gun or something. Uh, let's see. Where did Guns and Gear get this gun from? That he. Uh, So Guns of Gear has a lot of stuff that's going up. I don't necessarily see. Uh, what gun was it? Let me know what gun it was. Oh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. So here's what I'm seeing in this video. This looks like it's an Erector <laughs> set. <laughs> Or something like that. Oh, that oh was, kind of. It, yeah, I'm not really sure what we're looking at here, but some kind oh, of AR lower. Yeah, I'll have to check that out lower later. Yeah, wow. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, and John Voorhees says, uh, uh, "Civil disobedience is coming from the people to the government." Yeah, there you go. And Big Cliff says West Virginia is going to get bigger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but unfortunately, when West Virginia gets bigger, some of those Virginians in West Virginia will be thinking the exact same way they think in Virginia. So Yeah. Ultimately, the people have to refuse to, to comply with these things, and the, uh, the uh, Supreme Court has to stop, uh, you know, wussing out here and not taking up uh, Second Amendment right. issues. Right. That's just the reality. And if they don't want to do that, then, um, you know, then the people have to stand up. This is what the Constitution was written for and what the Second Amendment specifically is about. That was the conversation we were having with Nick Adams, right? Yep. That's what it comes down to. And then the rest of us in the country, we've got to realize why those people have to do what they have to do and support them. That's it. You know, but the people in Virginia need to, you know, if the people of Virginia could not get out there and vote and do that, then, you know, then there's other ways to uh, deal with this. Ultimately, the people who got out there and voted for these people, the people in Virginia that uh, gave more power to Governor Blackface over there, you know, Blackface Baby Killer. Hey, yeah, baby. <laughs> Dr. Abortion. Know. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's funny. It's funny how those. How those two things don't ever get brought up either in the media. Yeah. Dan hates you says it's a JB Weld lower. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it just goes to show. So was it functional? The guns and gear, obviously I haven't I'll look at this later, but was it did he actually shoot that gun? I'd like um, to know. Um. Yeah. I don't get a chance to look at all the stuff out there. I saw the demo ranch had a video. With the thumbnail, I didn't look at that video either, but in the thumbnail of the video, he's got an AR, and the barrel is bent back towards him. Okay. So, I, you know, obviously that's uh, clickbait, but I don't know what happened uh, in the video itself, if he actually shot that, or if, you know, what happened. 
with that whole thing. But, you know, that's how Demo Ranch, that's, that's how he rolls with his videos. That's how he gets all the views. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't look at his stuff. I, I don't, let me see. I don't look at that many gun YouTube channels. I, I, uh, I just, I, I'm, I'm doing the gun stuff all day long, you know, and it's like something when I get away from that, I necessarily don't want to look at more gun stuff, mm-hmm. especially clickbait kind of goofy stuff. You know, I do look at Hootie Who stuff, seeing him shooting stuff mm-hmm. uh, because his stuff is real simple and boom. Yeah. It doesn't take a, it doesn't take an hour to, to shoot a chunk of, of, of ballistics gel. Yeah, Hootie Who's he, easy to watch. He gets it yeah. up. He gets it. Well, he gets it up. He gets it up. He gets <laughs> is it that up. what it is, Walt? That's what you like, yeah. huh? That's why you chose Trump. I understand. I get it. He gets it up. He gets it done, and he's Hootie Who. <laughs> he's out of there, right? <laughs> we're yeah. gonna we're gonna do some shooting with him. We got to make plans uh, to do some stuff yeah. with Hootie Who. Uh, we'll make that happen at some point yeah. here. Yeah. Um, you know. We'll get that going uh, as well. Yeah, there's just so much stuff going on. Like today, I really spent a lot of my time working on getting this switch over going just because, you know, um, we needed to upgrade the computer and, and figure out some ways of doing this all better, you know, and adding some yeah. oomph to what we more do around here. The- yeah, adding more value to it. So, you know, um, was that a Black Sword Shinobi said Matt shot that shotgun? That was a shotgun? Okay. Um, so there you go. Yeah, I mean, you, you can, you've seen the video where a guy made a, like an a AR lower out of wood? There's that out there. That's pretty old, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, you can make it. You can make an AR lower just about at anything, because all it does is just hold the hammer mm-hmm. and, the, and the magazine. You probably could do a, if you were crafty enough, you could probably do one out of duck. Um that's yeah. probably a good idea. Uh-huh. Yeah, good Appalachian idea. Gunrunner says, honestly, I haven't watched Demo Ranch in years. I have, but not in years. I sort of lean towards the more educational gun tubers. Yeah, I mean, so I, I don't... I mean, listen, this, it's, all of this is entertainment. A lot of this is yeah. like WWE. I will just say that now. You know, I, I try it, to, like, educate you and entertain you at the same time a little bit, you know? Put you virtually yeah, on the range with us. Yeah, exactly. We're just some yeah. dudes hanging out on the range when we do. But listen, everyone's entitled to do their thing the way they want to do their thing. If you're that kind of person who you don't shoot guns, but you have a lot to say about guns that you never shot, but you heard someone on the range <laughs> tell you that they shot it once before, yeah, rock and roll. You know. At the same yeah. time, if you if you like to do a bunch of crazy stuff just to get people to, you know, it's all good. I think it's all good. It's entertainment. Yeah. It's entertainment ultimately, and uh, the folks out there choose. You know, we create this stuff. Me, you, all the other folks out there create this. And then you guys choose what to look at. Yeah, what do you want how you how do you wanna how do you wanna recreate or relax yeah. or, or learn something or whatever? Yeah. Right. That's how it works. That's how it works. You know, I just try I enjoy, like I'm on a journey here and I'm learning and stuff and you know, Walter shares things, lots of other people share stuff with us, but then I try to share the whole adventure. Like, that's why we show when Walter, you know, when there's no firing pins in there because they went to a show or, you know, this yeah. thing doesn't exactly work and all that kind of stuff. I'm trying to show you guys the reality of this, that yeah. things don't always work, but that's all part of the learning process, right? I think yeah, you enjoy yeah. that, right, Walt? Do you enjoy figuring out, that's... well, why doesn't this work? How is this, you know, how can we make it better? <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, 
Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could be as simple as a gun. You never clean the gun. It's full of grease, which yeah. I had one of those Yugoslavian torpedoes <laughs> out of your house the other day. Mostly and, uh, you just want to shoot stuff. I get it. <laughs> and and, it, and it, 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 it would go click in slow motion because there was so much cosmically yes, grease that. inside of it. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. took it home and just hosed it out with brake cleaner, and boom, it's fixed. Yeah, sometimes you put the wrong bullets in there. It happens. Uh, I put a, I loaded a 9mm round in a Tarkarev magazine, yeah. and it didn't work very yeah. well. I'll throw that video out there when you least expect it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but it, all no of this kind of stuff, all of this happens, kind of stuff I mean, happens, you know. yeah. No, it's all no the learning thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I think this is what uh, I want the folks out there to realize. And sometimes we show you the things where we mess up so that you can learn from us. You can make fun of us if you want. Uh, Every every super cool uh, Joe tactical operator type person does the same kind of thing. They mess up. Mm-hmm. So, but they just don't show it because they're too cool, yeah. you know. Well, so. a lot of the real operator dudes that I've met, they don't even care about the names of stuff. <laughs> They'll call a magazine a clip, and they could give two craps if you want to uh, admonish them or chastise them over that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know. Um, so yeah, it's just but but we're all in different positions, right? Some people are real super nerdy about this. Some people yeah. just want to get out there and shoot. Some you know, some people care about the yeah. politics. Some people care about the design. All of us are in different places, and I'll say it again: we create it, we put it out there. You all choose what you want to look at. Right, right. Take take what you want out of it. You know. Yeah, absolutely. You know what? We hit the nine o'clock hour, man. Somehow we made it through this crazy thing mm. where we're experimenting with the people while we're going. You know, this is how we do our test runs. <laughs> this, we test run. We we just jump in and we do it. Oh yeah, with your new uh, your new code. I, yeah. I don't know if it's on my side of my internet, but yeah, I'm mm-hmm. some weird weird stuff. But yeah. yeah, well maybe uh we'll we'll get all that worked out. I'll see. It could be it could be on your side. It could be on on my side. Or some little switch here that I've got to turn on, turn off, or whatever it is. Let's do this, Walter. Um, tell the folks out there how they could support you, how they could find you, where you're well, throwing up stuff. Well, you can support me by buying my stuff. But yep. anyway, seriously. Yes, go uh, to safetyharborfirearms.com <laughs> and uh, um, get the stock, yes. get a gun. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to check out their stuff, you can check us out on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube at Safety Our Farms. Mm-hmm. You can go to the website, safetyharborfirearms.com. There's stenparts.com. Um, for more, uh, you know, different parts and pieces for machine guns and stuff. Uh, there's also dirt foot racing if you want to mess see some stuff and mess around with mini bikes and and things with engines. Uh, Lord knows I got a couple of them. Um, but yeah, that's the main ways. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then on my part, you guys can go to HankStrange.com, sign up for the email list. You can also go to Ballistic Inc. and look for the Hank Strange store or check out all the other great stores that are on there from other content creators. Uh, you know, um, we're, on, we're on all the different social medias as well. I'm on Patreon if you want to support us that way. You know, we've got lots of different ways. If you go to HankStrange.com, actually, you'll see all the different ways that you can find on there uh, to support our efforts. And to be honest with you, just by looking, just by sharing the videos, you know, if you're on social media somewhere, sometimes share some videos that we have or tell people about us. All of that's great. We appreciate it all. 
Um, let me drop the end here on everyone, Walter. Let's see if that, ooh, that's super loud. I'm gonna have to turn down the volume on that a little bit. That was loud? Oh, yeah, maybe it just sounds loud to me. But anyway, make sure you guys, <laughs> make sure you subscribe to the channel, ring the bell, smash the thumbs ups, uh, support us if you can. Thanks to Safety Harbor Firearms for supporting the channel. That's how we got the new equipment here that we could harass you people with. <laughs> that's how you that's how we do it around here we've got different people coming in to help us be good to each other tomorrow's friday i will be back here on friday i don't think walter's going to be here because he's been doing uh pull double duty i've done my due diligence this week <laughs> yes you've done. i've been on the show three times this week <laughs> i release you <laughs> uh, thank you lord please let me, go. You. let me go from your bondage you shall be freed <laughs> Free, free, free! Go walk in the desert. <laughs> walk yes. in the desert. You die, bitch. <laughs> anyway, listen, thanks so okay. much to you guys. Big shout out to Nick Adams for coming on the show. He's awesome yep. dude. Great guest. Hopefully we'll get him back. Uh, make sure you guys go check him out in different places that he's on. Thanks so much, everyone. We're out of here. We'll see you tomorrow. Uh, Walter, what's your final words here? Um, like always, be civil to your fellow men and women's. Yes. Absolutely. We're out of here. We'll see you guys.